and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to this another episode of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. In this, a special episode of the podcast as we could not get away without doing a review of the biggest house party and that Scotland has ever seen. Yes, we're talking about ICW Shug's House Party 5, which happened this past weekend. This is a special podcast reviewing that show. I am the yearly crown chap that runs the camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jealousy will get you nowhere, guys. Going <laughs> <laughs> on to jealousy, which brings me to my first panellist, the person who came second. In the sweepstakes, that's the old. Stephen, you're welcome. What? You wouldn't come second. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Sarah. Yes, Sarah. I, I got Nathan Fisher, but by two points. What the hell? <laughs> the best part was that Alan told me he thought we were neck and neck, and he was like five points behind me. No, <laughs> well, you, you guys were neck and neck on night one, and then he lost it on night two. That was like, he was screwed. He never came last, that's an achievement for Alan. No, no, I never. There was like four of them came in joint last. <laughs> Going into the main event on night two, he thought he was neck and neck and had a chance of winning. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, there's me going, yeah, Stephen, you've, you've, you've won this. <laughs> Sarah, how's it going? I'm not that bad, actually. I've, I've still got like a half Ouija, half Edinburgh accent. I'm still trying to phase that Ouija accent out now that I'm back in Edinburgh. <laughs> good, good. And our next two panellists, people have compared them to the Hunter Brothers. Apart from the hair and the talent. <laughs> I don't even know. Only the talent are the brothers. It's Gary and Derek. <laughs> You're lucky that we're not recording this in person this time, Stephen. Derek's speechless, which is a, which makes a change. I, I cannot wait to see you face to face, Stephen. What could, you, what could you love me, really? It's the first time anybody's ever said that. <laughs> yep. Uh, seriousness, guys, how's it going? Do you all good? Very good. Yeah, very good. I've oh, almost, good. thank you. Almost just about got my voice back after after singing along to Madonna on Sunday night. Yeah, oh, that was. We'll come to that at some point. But that was that's a, that was a great moment. But yeah, we'll talk about it in a bit. Next up is someone who has been described as the better half of the Gun Brothers. Uh, I'll let you make a judgment for yourselves. It's Scott McLeod. There's no judgment when. The other one was the other one was available, it just couldn't be arsed, but I'm always here. I can be described as a more loyal brother. A more loyal <laughs> Roscoe falls apart. Yes. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. The only the only member of the Roscoe brand show. Yes, I feel I feel the conspiracy continues. <laughs> if anybody wants to see Scott on night one of Shug's House Party, he's the guy with the white cowboy hat, very visible throughout the whole show. I got compliments on that hat, thank you very much. <laughs> Nothing against that. Your mum doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also, rounding off, uh, I don't really want to say, I can't really say too much nasty things about this person, because she held a place in the queue for about seven people on two different nights, and she was on time for the podcast, so she's doing two things. Right. <laughs> Stacey, Stacey, how's it going? Fine, how are you? I had to think if this was a Tuesday night. It's not going out. Exactly, night, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Sl- slick work, Stephen. Slick work. <laughs> That's why you're here, Quacko. Yes, of course, Quacko's here, as always. All right, thanks for the grand entrance. Anyway, move on. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be, ex- be expecting pyro next week, Stephen. Yup. <laughs> he's, 
He's asked me to order it for the next for the next show and the next recording. Yep. And if and if you think I'm joking about Pyro, listen to one of our shows where I set off a smoke machine in the studio. <laughs> I've still not forgiven you for that. We'll get you party poppers. It's all love, baby. Yes, so this is a special episode of Suplex Retweet talking about ICW Shug's Who's Party. So we are available on all pod- good podcasting sites, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, uh, and also on all social media at Suplex Retweet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, right, guys, are you ready to go? Yep. Yes. Yes. Right, uh, let's go yeah. with the... Well, actually, let's start with the eldest. Let's go to Gary. <laughs> Gary, what was your what was your highlight of uh, the first night? Oh, there are there are so many, there's so many to choose from. It was uh, such a great show. Uh, I don't know if it was, it was just me, but uh, going in going into the show, I wasn't as excited as I had been about some of the other ICW shows. I was uh, thought the build up to this was a little bit underwhelming. Uh, partially because uh, WWE NXT UK took away probably some of the big the big matches that they were building to. Mm. I didn't know much about the imports that were being brought into it, but one of my highlights of the, the first night... Now, I'm going to need some help with the pronunciation here. Quacko is Angelico. Angelico. Yeah. I, I loved his dance moves, firstly, and he's waiting the way to the ring. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed the match with Whiplash. Uh, I thought it was a really nice change of pace for the show, which started off with a bit, a bit of a bang, and this one took it in a slightly different direction. Great match. And then we had the the twist at the end of the match where Whippy made us all believe he was going to hang up his boots mm-hmm. yeah. before before Avil saved the day. Yeah, I mean, literally hang up his boots. He was uh, taking off his boots, which was, Philly Kirk would describe quite a lot in the ICW on demand coverage as a, a big thing for wrestlers, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, did them, I mean, on that actual moment, did them they think he was actually going to go through with it at any point, or were they all confident something was going to be a twist? I was hoping something mm. would happen to stop him, mm-hmm. but I did think that yeah, it was going to happen. Only in Glasgow. I'm glad that it didn't. <laughs> 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 I'm glad he was helped. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm coming back now. As a new, as back as um, more as Legion rather than. Rather than Mikey, he's more as a technical wrestler coming back. His Legion's going to be so much better as well. Yeah, I mean that's he's he's, done, he's been the Legion thing for a couple of years now. And I think it's a lot. It's a lot of the fans that come and know him quite well for that. I mean, obviously he isn't. He showed how good a technical wrestler he is. Uh, but the Legion thing's always been the thing that kind of gave him a bit more of a connection with the crowd. I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the match itself, I mean, for a lot of people, Angelico they expect him to be a bit more of a high flyer, but he took it to the mat, which was a. A nice change for him. Um, you thought it was going to be a bit more of a technical match, which you seen from Whip in his recent style. So, what's your thoughts on the match itself, guys? I really enjoyed the match. It's a really, it's a good match if you're into that kind of wrestling. Although, clearly there was somebody who wasn't because I could hear someone from the back shouting "boring" towards the end. How yeah, dare they? I know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really? I'm sure, that wasn't Laura. Laura <laughs> describes technical wrestling at times as a big, massive game of knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> oh, I should hear talk about Zack Sabre Jr. on the CWC. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> no, it was it was a great display, really, from both competitors. Really, I uh, loved a bit of the whole lockup, and then when Mikey managed to slip out, and then he. 
casually laid across the corner tumbuckle. Oh, yes. I love that kind of moment of is that your best? Come at me with more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's really worth watching back if you if you've seen it live, it's really worth watching back because there's some little industry parts that you might have missed if you've seen mm-hmm. it live, which you can see up close <laughs> on the screen. But it's really clever, uh, really great, some technical wrestling, some of the counters uh, and the rope the way the the way they rolled through into stiff different holes and manoeuvres. It was really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh Sarah, you've been quite quiet at this point. No, I thought I'd never say that. Uh, what, was, what, was, what was your thought? What was your thoughts on the match? Well, obviously, everyone knows that I love Mikey Whiplash in all sorts, like Legion and as a technical wrestler. So this one, I was completely hooked. I couldn't take my eyes off of this match. I don't even know what it was. It was just like you could see the chemistry in the ring, and even though like those guys haven't met in ICW before, you'd think that. Obviously, they put on stellar matches over and over and over again just by that one display. Yeah, I mean, pals for 10 years, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said yeah. there was promo, so yeah, you could kind of... That's what kind of Sarah's alluding to there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just showed the chemistry between the two. I mean, it obviously made for a good match, and the the moment at the end of it, obviously, when he went back to the Legion-type thing after a couple of months doing the technical thing, it hopefully will lead to something... Good for Whiplash in the future. We kind of get an indication about that night too, which we may talk about in a bit as well. But yeah, that, that's a good one to kind of start us off on our best moments. Uh, on to the other Kernan. Eric, uh, what was your top moment for the last night? I'm going to jump right in there and go for Lionheart versus Jackie. Not just just this Jackie. Yes. Oh, oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, I'm still just wearing the white right oh. now. You cold motherfucker. <laughs> you mean the habit you forgot to bring to the show? Yeah, let's well, Yeah, so I mean um, it was it was a it was an amazing match. The the pop for, for Lionheart um, kicking out in the one from the from the style class was just unreal. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was amazing. Yeah, I mean uh to me, looking back at it, it's probably one of my favourite moments as an ICW fan like a live attendance. Was the end of that was the end of that match for anybody who was standing near me and various other members of this podcast. Yep. Uh, yep. You can actually see us on on the on demand, clouding yep. out in a bounce. You can see a lot of your reactions on on demand and the face of faces of everybody in the front row. Uh, Bell is worth the price of the subscription on its own. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that back yet, but I can only imagine oh, it's it's exactly as he's describing. I'll oh, be honest. <laughs> I was talking to my ex them. If you want oh, an indication of how happy Ross was at Lionheart one, he grabbed my hat and then forcibly kissed me in the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, this, to this day, to this day, the most affection he's ever shown me. <laughs> Well, it, it makes a change for Barry. You guys will greet him. So, <laughs> true. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't. It was um, as Derek said. The, the whole the whole finish was. I mean, it was a great match before that. I mean, the two of them. Uh, a lot of people would say that maybe the Barramania match was better, but to me, the kind of finish to this match was a lot better. Obviously, I'm not just saying that as a Lionheart fan. Mm. It's just the kind of way it kind of built from He's... the kicking out of the stairs clash to the to the hitting every single move in his arsenal to finally finishing him. Like both matches were absolutely fantastic in their own right. They were fantastic for different reasons. This one for me, like the whole the whole thing about the Styles Clash and everything, like what I loved about it was 
uh, with that sequence, it was just telling the whole story of the rivalry, yeah. really, because you had the moment of this is your life and all that with Jackie making fun of Lionheart wearing the collar and stuff, using the move that caused the injury in the first place, and then the whole thing of Lionheart redeeming himself and kicking out after the, after the first counts of that. I don't and think it made it to that. I think it was like at zero. It was like a straight, was straight, straight kick out. Yeah, and, oh. and that's what started the resurgence and the eventual fall of Just Justice. I mean, I think... This, I've been fighting this for the last few days. Uh, obviously, the ICW guys have had a lot of change of music recently. They think Lionheart's new music just suited his win perfectly. I thought, oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I love his new tune. Oh, his new tune's about it. I, I'm not even going to pick yeah. That's a really bad impression. Please don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I sang it off it on Saturday, don't worry. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, quickly round the part, did anybody think this was better than the Baromania match all in? Or did everybody thought the Baromania match was better? I preferred this match. Yeah. I like this match a lot better, actually. Even though just just as hell. But I liked it better. Uh, see, for me, I, I think because... Like, I think personally, because, because of the venue, because of the build-up and everything to it, I think this one beats it because of this, the whole thing that Cap came around with it, even though the result may not have been to what everyone wanted. It's just the whole occasion of it and how everyone got sucked into it. I think that's what elevated it that much more. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Stacey, Gary, do you agree on that or anything different? Any other thoughts? I know this might only sound as though I'm saying this because of the outcome, but it's not. Mm. But I preferred the first match. I think it was just of the way that it was like a roller coaster of emotions you didn't know who was going to win I thought both were fantastic matches mm. but uh, I think I preferred the Baromania one I preferred uh, this match uh, that we just had here at Shugs it was just I was, I was just watching again before we before we came on again and it was just everything about it it was unreal it was amazing yeah, yeah. I think one of the one of the commonalities between this match and the match of Baromania was uh, the unpredictability of it Towards the end of that match that we've seen on uh, Saturday night, I don't think you could have said with any certainty what way it was going to go. Mm. And uh, I loved that part about this match. And when you hear it back with the commentary as well, they do a great job of telling the story and what this potentially means for for Lionheart and what, what would happen if he moves. And uh, as the guys were saying earlier on, the story that the wrestlers told throughout the match really came across in this one and the impact of the styles clash and how that sort of this is not you know you're not going to beat me here tonight reaction yeah. we got from it I thought it was great and plus the, the right man won this time so this was the better match for me oh yeah just oh, yeah. <laughs> remember though uh, just 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 still all to play for absolutely yeah but you know this was one of my favourite moments I've ever seen live this one and I, I can't complain with the outcome uh, let's move on now to <laughs> Scott what was your favourite moment in night one well I think the uh, uh, Two, two of my highlights have already been mentioned in the Angelico match in the main event, but my other highlight, I think, for anyone, definitely be the Glasgow Street fight between <laughs> Joe Hendry and Chris Renfrew. You know, Hendry came out to no music, doing his best Smasso Champa impression. <laughs> and he was clearly uh, uh, much hated, especially in the section hour, section hour was where there were quite a few people giving him the finger. <laughs> yeah. Hendry just does such a good job of playing the heel. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, Glasgow Street Fight guys. Uh, anybody got any thoughts on this? Well, obviously, it was the end of the Red Crew Joe Henry feud. Uh, we got the expected stuff in it. We we got the interference. We got them briefly going outside. But yeah, what's the thoughts, guys? Open it up. It's uh, quite cool to see um, a different side to the Joe Henry. Like the uh, like a lot of people would just say, it, like especially they they use this in the build up with the promo. Is he and is he the insane and then insane championship wrestling? Could he go take it to like the streets, so to speak, and mm-hmm. to see him. Going, out, uh, going about using bacon trays, putting red for food tables and stuff like that. I really, he really held his own. And the thing at the end with Renfrew kind of saying you are the insanity and kind of putting them over in that sense, like puts them on to the next level because obviously Hendry's had his call-ups now with um, Impact uh, and Ring of Honor and so on and so forth. So it's quite a good thing to see the outcome of that, really. Yeah. Anybody else got any thought? I mean, I, I quite like the... Obviously, the interference is one of my favourite parts. With, uh, Leighton's <laughs> yes. The, Leighton's the best thing in ICW. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed the match. The, I, I have one complaint about it. I, uh, I, I, only, I, only one? Only one. Only, only, one only one. I didn't love the finish. I, I didn't love the finish. finish. No, the, the pass out... Uh, no, yeah, uh, he, he, tap out or be pinned in that scenario. Yeah, it's an ankle lock he would speak with, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't you don't yeah. pass out to an ankle lock. How do you? He may have been in great pain. <laughs> it was. Well, we should have tapped then. You do. You do understand? Like, there's a thing with Renfrew. He does not tap out. Yeah, he refuses to do it. Um, and it's, it goes back to the whole thing with like when he lost the bit, dropped the belt to Dave or now Killian Dane. He that's that picture of him bleeding, getting that chicken wing cross face, and he's putting the middle finger up after the f- the third checking if he's all right, and he did the same thing. That's the kind of nod to it, but I do see, I kind of see what you mean about the whole ankle lock. Like it should be like a submission of some sort of like choker, yeah, a head, mm-hmm. a head uh, submission of some sort. But see, mm-hmm. I, I actually like it. Does sound a bit weird, obviously, but just in terms of storytelling, I like the finish. Just because, like, see, it's saying that obviously, like, Joe Hendry's not deemed insane in Chris Renfrew's eyes before this match, but he still managed to win it in a Joe Hendry way. That's what yeah. I think that I actually liked. He didn't have to step out. Obviously, he still stepped out of his comfort zone, but he didn't go too extreme, that steer away from what he's traditionally known for. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. there, there was a moment where he kind of chucked the chair down when he went to happen as well. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to win it my way. Uh, he's like, I'm a wrestler. I'm not a fighter in the way but he is still like he is still a fighter but he's he's a technical wrestler and that's I think that's why he's just like look I want to prove that I can be insane but I can still do it in my own way mm. yeah yeah yeah. it was good because he did what he said he would yeah. he out wrestled and very proved he didn't need to resort to weapons even though it was a street fight to beat him yeah exactly like, even from the off the off when Renfrew was there and use a chair uh, Henry decides to try and out wrestle him instead Mm. The the right guy win whatever these mind here, Joe Henry. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think so. I think so. I'm 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 really excited to see the direction ICW yeah. do with, with Joe Henry now. Um, a bit darker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. That's cool. That, that could be interesting. Um, something we could yeah. come across when we talk about night two later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the one disappointing thing about the two nights. There wasn't really much mention of the contract. Yeah, but yeah, but that that was a really good match and obviously a good win for Joe. Go on to Sarah now. Sarah, what was your um, top moment from this night? Well, see, it wasn't a match itself. 
it was the return of Liam Thompson. Yeah. That was my, like, I know you guys told me to calm down at one point because I was <laughs> that damn happy. But obviously, uh, like, I'm, obviously, like, the last time we seen him, he was cutting a promo in Edinburgh just before Barramania. That was, like, the last time we seen him. And obviously, I was I was pretty much greeting because he's, like, he's a hometown boy. He's from Edinburgh. So, so that's one first reason why, obviously, I'm going to support him more than anything. But it was the fact that we were under the impression that he, he may never come back. And then, obviously, when he started popping back up around about the indie scene, I was like, I really hope that they bring him back. I, was like, I don't care about his homeless gimmick. I don't care about that right now. I just want to see him back. I didn't expect to see him back to help out Baby Davy. Like yeah. when we were trying to find out who was under the scarf, like we were like, "That's too small to be Xander." For a while, I thought it was Mark Dallas for like a wee while. But then, yeah. obviously, as soon as as soon as that scarf came down and seen it was Liam Thompson, you heard the eruption in the entire yeah. room. And obviously, yes, like I said, you guys told me to calm down. But I was yeah. like, I will not calm down for Liam Thompson. I love yeah. him so much. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Gary Derek, you didn't see this one live. You watched it on demand. It was uh, it was great that Billy Kirkwood tried to, de- try to figure out who this was. They were like, that's Xander. Oh, wait, no, wait, that's, too, that's not Xander. He didn't do anything like that. He didn't have raffle tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, this was a great way to start the show. Uh, uh, perfect timing to get the get the crowd really really on fire because the place really popped for, for for Thompson's comeback. It was it was a great great start to the show and really set the tone mm-hmm. for for what was to follow. Well, it was less about the match and more just about that. I mean, the match itself it wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't exactly the it didn't really set the world ahead of. It was one of the matches that was thrown to it felt like it was absolutely thrown together. Was it the Fight Club just before it got announced? Yeah. It felt like filler, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The stipulation mm-hmm. made little sense. Yeah. The winner gets to go on to fight James Storm. Makes complete sense for Drake Davy to fight James Storm. Would have benefited from some more build to it. Um, the kid fight angle that they went with and being left out rings true. And could it have does. been built, could have been mm-hmm. built, but that match did feel like it was for me at least felt like it was thrown together. I mean, my question with the whole thing, I mean, maybe briefly talk about night two, is yeah. also if he came out to help Ravy David night one, why did they not help Ravy David night two? <laughs> well, he was going up against James. He was going up against James Storm. He, was, he did the smart thing and tried to not mess mm-hmm. with James Storm. Have you seen? Because James Storm is terrifying, as we saw. Yes, I know. Yeah. Well, well, see. <laughs> one thing I will say though, like. The, the, what you're describing there, the sequences, I think it more sets up Liam Thompson versus Kid Fights at the Hydro as yeah. in Fight, Fight Club. Club yeah. going, Fight Club one on one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the only way they can really go with it now. If, if he didn't have any involvement to help Ravy Davy again. So, but no, it was, the pop was great. It was, it, it was, it, it kind of, there was other pops over the weekend that maybe quite outshot it, but it did show how big a pops they were because this was a big pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I think one of the things you were saying there, Stephen, um, about Billy Kirkwood, I think ICW are missing a trick by paying to get mics so the fans can listen to Billy Kirkwood because I was listening to his commentary and it is hilarious when you're oh, watching it. Yes. Oh, it is so good. Could you, imagine, could you imagine all the guys sitting, could you imagine everybody <laughs> eared up to Billy Kirkwood and then you just hear these random laughs everywhere about the stadium as well? It would be, mm-hmm. be brilliant. The the commentary the commentary he gave for the tag title match was was priceless. <laughs> the he said about um, East Easton Reese and um, 
and Bram as this is where t- uh, Tinder ends and Grinder starts. <laughs> oh. And seeing most of the shows live, um, I, you miss most of his commentary from mm. it. So I had never heard uh, Martina's Bronco Buster refer to the yeast infection yeah. before. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, another bit was when, um, when, when Leighton got put through the, the table by Renfrew and he was rolling out the ring and Kirkwood said, oh, it looks like Diana looks now. I quite like the opening. I quite like the opening match where described where kid fight had been fighting and he he's fought everywhere from Cumnock to Copenhagen. <laughs> what a okay. what a range! And on that note, and on that note, we'll move away from Liam Thompson and we'll go on to Stacey. What's your what's your highlight of this night? Well, um, the way that they've actually been said so far has actually been in my order of like the list that I had for this um, that's <gasps> right Jackie Polo actually wasn't oh my at the top of my list like the Shame. Jackie Polo Lionheart match um, Stacey you're letting the Justice Warriors I know. down <laughs> um, but, I know but Mikey Whiplash and Angelico come on the next right. ones I've got they're kind of like they're joint kind of thing so well like I thought that they were just as good as each other so Martina coming out with Bram mm-hmm. and uh, Easter Reese, Super yes. and Kays mm-hmm. turning on PT Evans was going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen as soon as he started appearing with BT Gun. I was just like, oh god! I was like, Kays can't kind of play a face to save himself. I was like, he's going to turn on him eventually. Mm-hmm. He's married uh, and Sean Michaels all over again. He's going to turn on him. <laughs> Do well, it's going just to com- do you just compare? Do you just compare Kez to Shawn Michaels? <laughs> no, I, I compare them to Marty Jannetty. Oh, good. Makes more sense. That makes that, that suits him better. <laughs> well, I will say though, I am interested to see how this all goes because the promo he did cut. Let's be honest, it was quite good to like highlight all the other people that have come up the ranks mm. from the asylum, from mm-hmm. different schools, and so on. And saying mm-hmm. what's BT done, nothing for me, kind of thing. So it was quite a good backstory to kind of highlight. Okay, so this guy was brought from the asylum. This guy was brought from PBW. This guy was brought from Source, and so on. Quacko, you get another point because I'll be mentioned. Um, yes, I think what I'm going to pick is the in the within the tag team title match. There was a big melee outside, but within it, there was. A really big spot of Bram. Yeah, I was actually yeah. saying Bram doing a swanton <laughs> off the speaker down to Jester on a table. I can't believe he did that. Yeah, no. That it, was amazing. Jester did take a really sore no. one and you can see like he was he was injured after it, but fair play to the guy. He soldiered on and still gave us the match and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as well as that, was started with the ho- reveal of the new tag team championships, which I got to hold, and it's quite heavy, I would say. Oh, <laughs> they're really heavy. <laughs> they're so heavy. Yeah, um, with, your, with your new tag team partner. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> not, not happy, Quacky. Well, I, I was using my free birds rule. The Dudleys did break up uh, on the last episode of ESSR, to be fair to you guys. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we're on a break. We're on a break. <laughs> <laughs> Just like oh, good, thing, good thing Ross isn't here. <laughs> 
He'd yeah. do the exact same thing. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good... That was mm. a cracking spot with Bram in that tag match. That was actually yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I was actually quite disappointed that Alpha Evil didn't actually win for, uh, so, for, so two re- for two reasons. One, up until that point in the night, I was four for four in the sweepstake and that was my first... Wrong one, so that hurt. I, th- so I think that, that was, I think that was most like most people's like first loss. So like, oh, no, they totally went in, totally went in. No. And the second one is, I actually think the Kinky Party have actually been quite underwhelming this tag chance. No Kinky, no party, Scott. Wow. Well, I like the I like the match with looking charming Craig at the last cycle. That was entertaining. They should have won that match. match. They should be other the new than, tag champions. Other than that, like they had the four the match at Barney, the Motman match, which was just a mess, and I. I remember the uh, the match with Bird and Boar that got interrupted. It was so forgettable. I didn't remember any spots of it the very next day. Wow. Oh. <laughs> uh, something I will say is I personally uh, disagree, but anyway, um, I think like both of them bring a new dynamic to the tag team um, division, really. Of course, there are people that I would love to see hold it, and I'm sure you all know who they are. But yes. I would know. Me and you, mate. Me and you. Yeah, <laughs> apart from me and you, mate. Derek, of course, <laughs> number one. But number two, I would love to see Kings of Catch up there. They deserve it the most. They do. Yeah. They really do deserve it. However, mm. I would I would say that Kinky Party have brought a new dimension and a new bit of fun to the because it's easy to take the division weight. It's easy to sit there and say, "Oh no, that's not serious enough." No, it's sometimes good to have a kind of lightheartedness, but at the same time, still doing big spots, still doing great wrestling. I mean, Lucia, I mean, how brilliant is when when Sha turns into Lucia? It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it, it, a good, they are a very good tag team. Uh, so, yeah, that's been some of our highlights from night one. Obviously, there's so much to get through, we couldn't get through everything, but that is some of the picks we've had. Now, before we talk about night two, uh, let's talk a wee bit for a quick five minutes about the venue. Now, obviously, it was a last-minute change. It was meant to be in the ABC, but obviously, tragic circumstances meant it couldn't be in the ABC and they moved it to the Academy. Uh, Sportatorium. I can't Sportatorium. Oh, I can't oh, no. <laughs> no, no. He lost. He lost twice. He's going to start jobbing. Move on. Uh, How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Anyway, Sportatorium, no, he... Academy, whatever it's called. Go. Guys, what did you think of the venue? I loved it. It was amazing. Awesome. I loved awesome. it. Absolutely loved it. Oh, it was fantastic. The, the Academy has this thing of being big but small at the same time. So it has this thing of just creating the, making good acoustics and making a very good atmosphere like a oh, sort yeah. of cauldron so like everything gets amplified and it's just so much better. Yeah. Oh, the acoustics were the acoustics were amazing. The mm. venue looked incredible from the inside, particularly the set and the 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 logo uh, set they had above the big screen it looked great that big big setting they had there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it really gave it this for me it gave it this big event feel um, oh, I thought it was oh, great and one of the things I loved about it was the sort of different vantage points that you had throughout the venue there was loads of different places that you could stand and get a really good view yes mm-hmm. and as well and also there were loads of bars about the place as well which was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 two, the, the, the two bars ringside were great because they, they, they were always pretty quiet and didn't have to go all the way up to the top. It was amazing. No, I, I would love, I'd love to see them go back. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll be. 
it'll be interesting. So fear and loathing's home seems to be the hydro. Uh, this uh, and Baromania is obviously at the Barrows, uh, Barrowlands. Sorry, <laughs> um, Barrowlands. Barrowlands. The Barrows. Gary, a speaker from the nineteen thirty nine. So th- this place could this be the new the, the new home of the Square Go and Shugs going forward? Is it hopefully? Yeah, yeah. it's it yeah. a great place. It's not even like yeah. it's hard to get to as well. Oh, five yeah. minutes! Five minutes for the city five center. minutes for the city center, and like it was very very decent. I loved it. When you look at this, when you look at the setup, it's hard to think that this was kind of a last minute thing because when you look how everything looked, you think that this had been the intended venue all along. Yeah. When actually, this was kind of very last minute, but it looked great regardless. But no, it was, it was great. I loved it. Uh, I loved it being four ninety for a caliber. I mean, if it, was, if it was a different type of beer, fair enough. For oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you can get those two pink cups as well, which is really handy. I used to work in an establishment that sold one pound pints of Carlsberg. That's a rip off. <laughs> Essentially what we're, what we're hearing is about the academy is it's an alcoholic stream, there's bars everywhere and you can get two pint cups. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you're alcoholic, it's your dream venue. Absolutely. Right, and let's now move on to night two of Shug's House Party and I'm going to start off this one with Sarah. Uh, Ooh. Yes. You need me to mind more on my phone here. <laughs> uh, Sarah, what's your favourite of night two? You've got the full choice of the full of the show. And I'm going to pick the best one. I'm sorry, guys, but Grado's return. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, I've like never... I don't think I... like. I said this in a tweet on Monday morning. I didn't think I'd ever get to hear like a prayer in ICW ever again. And like I was standing around the side of the venue... And they were sound checking it, and it kind of spoiled the surprise a little bit for me. But I was just like, "Oh my god, they're sound checking Madonna! They're sound checking!" I got so excited, um, and I was like, "I got the video of him coming in." I see the video Grado backstage as well, and you can see the passion that he was—he was nearly crying, and it, mm. it made me cry a little bit. But just yeah. the entire venue—you had eight hundred to maybe a thousand people. I don't know how many was in the venue singing like a prayer apart from Laura and Courtney who were standing beside me they were just like I am not having any of this <laughs> oh, it, oh it is, it's, amazing. it's amazing I mean we could probably talk about the actual Grado and the other parts of the match separately but actually him, it, it, oh, like a prayer oh, so oh I know it was so it was so good to hear it again I, I, turned, I turned around to just see Gary and we all know Gary Mr Party Animal <laughs> <laughs> oh, snake up there giving a yelling. I was, I was doing, doing, I was doing the bouncy with the big dog at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, who, Alan, who decided to wear his Gradle T-shirt on the Saturday. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh nice to pick it. It's like we Still knew he was coming back night two. Why did you wear it on night one? I know. I said it to him, going. Nice choice to wear your Grado t-shirt, Alan. He came up to about an hour later going, I didn't actually know Grado was on tomorrow, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like they didn't hype it up or anything. Our panellists have, have the finger on the pulse, don't they? <laughs> like, just like the actual big dog, he doesn't care unless he's a main event. What could be said with not being said? It was just a great moment having them back. Mm-hmm. It was so heartwarming. 
thought was fantastic. Just hearing that song starting to play and it's like, wow, welcome back, Grado. The only other show that I've been to that I've seen Grado and ICW was Fear and Loathing 9 and they didn't use like a prayer then. So this is the first time I've actually been in the crowd when everybody's sing along. I've watched oh, videos of it, but I've never been, been there with everybody while they were singing it and I bet that was a treat for you. <laughs> yeah, it was just, you know, it seems loud when you're watching it, but when you're amongst it, it's just deaf. And I can't even hear myself sing, which is actually probably for the best. <laughs> as, 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 as Sarah said as well, the backstage video that came out yesterday as well was good them as well, right before they came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Oh, but we all love people. Who doesn't love people? I know. Well, apparently Laura and Courtney refused to sing. <laughs> That's I a call out right there. But, I still love uh, them guys. No, it's no call out. I love them Jesus. That's a call out. And I must say, I must say, if he was in a match with anyone else, I would have been cheering for him. But I couldn't cheer for him in that oh, match. Oh, no, I was still cheering for him. Oh, see, we might talk about that in a wee bit. But uh, Grado's a good turn itself. Amazing. You know, what's, what's can't describe but I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I, it was I, also... I, it was also Jeff Jarrett's obviously introduction of him, and you're just like, he's such yeah. a cool guy. I love you. <laughs> oh, now Wait. we may have the introduction of the kinky pinky party. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this, is, this is where Jessica can just, he'll start getting jealous because obviously Grado and Shara are back together, like with the original pinky party. So he might get jealous a wee bit. It was when Jeff Jarrett was introducing him, and Stephen was standing directly behind me. And he tapped me on the shoulder like a little kid in Christmas Day going, It's Grado coming at me! It's Grado coming at me! It's Grado coming at me! I can see all the excitement in your guys' eyes. I was literally like slapping my t-shirt. I bet for a just going, Okay, Grado! I mean, I didn't expect him to be in the match. Oh, oh it, was, it was great, you know. It, uh, I, I could talk for Grado all day, but uh, we, we don't have that amount of time. So yeah, Grado's, well, Grado's return. Absolutely spot on. Uh, I'm now going to go on to... Let's go to Stacey. I think one of my highlights of Night 2 was the Kez Evans and BT gun match. Right. Okay. Yeah. With the pound for that game. Sarah was killing herself laughing throughout because everyone was cheering for BT gun and then <laughs> in between that, all that she could hear was me going... I know, I was just like sitting there standing going... Stacey, what are you doing? Like, someone needs to support him. There was a very vocal anti-Kez movement in the crowd. Yes. Comparing them to Simon Gotch, first of all. Oh, that was oh, watch that. Yeah, so Kez Evans BT, we talked about the, the Kez running at the end of night on the night one in the first half, but actually seeing him in a match. Yeah. I mean, who would have predicted Kez, who would have predicted before the weekend Kez Evans would have actually got a match on the biggest show of the summer? I wouldn't have expected it, but no. it has been a long time coming. No. So Kez was in, I'm pretty sure he, he was in the square goal. Oh, yeah, um, he, was in the, he was in the square yeah. goal for um, about 36. Yeah, <laughs> he's, 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 been, he's been popping up on like, yeah. the independent scene. Obviously, like, I've watched him in GPWA. He is actually he is actually really good. And may I add, like, I do want the Hanson yeah. Club to reunite in ICW. So it's like Kez, Sam Barber right. and The Parch. I saw Ross and Stephen and that's it. 
But no, I like I, I want it. I want it to be a nice, a nice and uh, Kev obviously got the win over BT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, which was even better. So you just heard me cheering at the end, and then everyone right. going. I was, I was, I was cheering. So did I. I was the bad. So did I. I said that this is quite an interesting. I think I, I said in the preview show, you know, about the, the future of BT Gun as well now in ICW. Now he's just been beat off. He's trainee. Yeah. What do you guys think is going to happen to him now? Well, he's going to go dark side. Well, maybe. I think he's going to be going to be the entry's tag partner for this tag match against King of Catch. Well, we you the NAK. Yes. Ooh, NAK getting bring back the, bring together. Bring the band back together. Get psycho as the future. Oh. Unfortunately, we won't be allowed that. <laughs> oh god, I don't know, but I'm gonna oh. cry in the corner right now. What about what about Kez? What's Kez? Is, is Kez gonna feud with the, one of the coffees or something? I don't know. Kez for the zero G. Eventually, no. I would say eventually, not right now. I can see him doing something very dastardly with the whole twenty four seven contract. Oh, yeah. oh no! Oh I no! Can, I can no. see him doing it. Now you mentioned that, that is actually quite a good shout. Nice. If he beats Kieran Kelly for that contract, I swear to God. You know how about to the Hydra regardless, we all know that. Yeah, I've seen it on Facebook, a lot of people have a lot of theories about the 24-7 contract. About um, the outcome of the Stevie Boy and DC team. Stevie taking it off him. Oh. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying on Facebook. Kieran Kelly's on holiday and Stevie just happens to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one that I was reading don't, as don't well. Don't run the country. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay you're, in you're safe here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> St Andrews is lovely. Go to the holidays. <laughs> no, like, go, go to the Hackerson Castle. There you go. And, and, and before we hear about Gary's holiday. Uh, <laughs> I had a lovely time last week. Thank you for asking, yeah. Stephen. Uh, uh, Scott, what was your highlight in the Actually, I've, I'm actually, I've also got a tie here for night two. I go for that. Uh, a tie between uh, two months. First moment is when the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and the world's greatest wrestler came out to confront Jeff Jarrett. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! I, I was really proud of myself when I thought of that. Um, what, the what, sheriff what? of these old parts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was your yeah. second one? Uh, the Texas Death Match. I love how Steven just like moved on. He's like, I am not talking about Just Justice right now. Yes. It's Can I just make a point? Wasn't there meant to be a 10? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Count after yeah. That was supposed yeah. to be Steven, like, when he pinned and I went, and everyone's cheering. I'm like, it's not going to count to 10. And everyone's like, the, and Stein is announced that the match is open. I went, wait, what? Maybe, maybe yeah. they thought it was too convoluted. Oh, okay. I- it was weird, I mean, uh, it was a brutal match, I mean, uh, Derek, you got a good video of uh, a good Ravy Davies counter for the Hurricane, hurricane Rana. Oh yeah, that oh, was, yeah. I loved the match, um, it was, it was, that was, that, that, that looked sore, that looked very sore. Mm. Also, yeah. a lot of people know James Storm as partner with Bobby Roode and Beer Money, and there were two great chants during the show, one oh. of Bobby's more successful and the glorious just to say a word on James Storm I mean we've seen lots of imports come into ICW over the, the past few years and so many of them have phoned it in when they've been there you cannot say that about James Storm that that guy has given everybody their money's worth out of it and mm. in this match in particular 
Yeah. They they really left nothing nothing out, did they? So yeah. cre- credit where credit's due there. Oh, it it comes back. It was a super kick with a spa bag. <laughs> that, that spa bag. Yeah. Right. When you listen to Billy's commentary as well, he always goes mental about well, people stop selling thumbtacks to wrestlers. <laughs> we know where he gets them from now, Billy Spa. <laughs> I actually said that. I said that to Ross, I think it was in the crowd when I seen the thumbtacks come out. I shipped on him. I shouted, Why do they keep selling thumbtacks to wrestlers? <laughs> Uh, did, it, did anyone else want Davy to actually batter him over the head with that bottle of iron brew? Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Who was it? Got hit, was the guy in front of the big dog got hit with um, some of the glass from the beer bottle. Oh, uh, uh, Laura, Laura did get hit as well. Yeah, some of it came to me as well. Laura, Laura did you get hit with it? No, she didn't. Yeah, well, she was yeah. safe. I got hit with it. Just you, Stacey. <laughs> she is next to me. This is well, I think. She is next to me at this point. What? Uh, so... This is well, no one did. I wasn't saying yeah to that bit. <laughs> this is well, no one did. <laughs> 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 Probably just as well, no one got hit with the iron blue ball because if I had an original iron blue, I was just going to waste. <laughs> I think that's why they took the, like, took the, the label off it mm. we, should, we should quickly talk about Just Justice and Jeff Jarrett He's got some other point uh, The world's greatest guitar shot Oh, that was amazing I couldn't believe it That looked sore no. He couldn't get off his head I know, <laughs> he left the stage He went back in the car and with it still on <laughs> that, That's commitment in my opinion I know. You know Yeah, how good did he sell it? Even though oh. I believe the guy How good did he sell it? Incredible Goes to show how good he actually is But I'm sure you will sit there and say You respect the work he puts in To make oh, yeah. you hate him it was, Yeah, but it was, it was just justice it was He's justice. a guy you love to hate Mm-hmm uh, as soon as he started the whole justice to sing and you knew Jarrett was coming to IC to Shugs, you knew this was a confrontation that needed to happen and it would have been a disappointment if it hadn't happened. It would have been a oh. missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Is she ended just justice now? No. no. Never. Hell no. No. He's too good. He's got no. to that was nearly like the reaction I got when I said the Kings of Cats were going to split up. Oh, no, no, no. Look how that turned out. I know what the hate you got. I'm, I'm thinking it now. Look at Frank. It was just a theory. Uh, and it was wrong. Fear and loathing. Fear and loathing. Fear and loathing. It's going to be just justice with Jeff Jarrett, Fear and Loathing, Cowboy Hat in a ball match. I'm telling you now. Cowboy Hat in a ball Something's going to be on a ball match. Is this as well Derek is not a wrestling promoter? Because if he had his own promotion, he'll have The Undertaker and Kane on to do a DNA test to prove they're not brothers. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> uh, right, uh, I'd watch that. Let's, see, let's move away from Derek's theories and get Derek's, <laughs> analysis, <laughs> get Derek's analysis. Uh, Derek, what was your highlight of like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you laughing at that? <laughs> I'm going to steal the limelight again and take the main event. That's two in a row, then. Um, <gasps> Stevie Boy and DCT. Oh, yeah. How, that's, yeah. how good was that? So many spots in that match. The shock. Yep. So much drama. So it's oh. a fantastic match. The shock. Oh, the shock. The streamers. And me crying oh. at the end. <laughs> Almost felt like crying. I was crying. And how good is DCT's new entrance music as yeah. well? Yeah. <laughs> How could she say that? That is true. But I do really like the new music. Yeah, I think it's too much like rocking. It is actually rocking. Yeah, what a magic one. You know, uh, I I had a hard one to follow the night before with Lionheart. 
Jackie Polo. <laughs> oh, I blew it out of the water though. Really? I thought, I thought the first day of May about was better. Oh no. I thought yeah. you'd see was much better. Of course you did, Stephen. <laughs> I think this match helped that it probably had lower expectations going into it because this match was not supposed to be the main event, was it? It was supposed to be coffee versus coffee. And um, I think they've done a great job. Um, great story, great drama. The little run-ins that we had. Poor coach what, yeah. spent, spent about 30 seconds on his feet. Yeah, yeah, I got get beat up by Kayleigh Ray in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, what, what, a, but what, a what a super kick. What a super kick. Oh, what a kick. I mean, say what you want about coach, but that guy can take an ass kicking. Oh, he can. <laughs> you know what I loved as well, actually? Oh, yeah. was bringing Mini Shame out. Mm. Little Mini Shame came back. We've got coach's biggest fan on the, on the pod tonight, and Derek. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he had these nice new white clothes on, and they got bogging on that floor. It's a travesty. Yeah, that was magnificent. No, no, it's not coming out. <laughs> 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 but, uh, it was, it, and also, fair, fair play to him. He kept his shades on the whole time he was getting his ass whipped. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, I know. It was, Man of Style. It was everything that we expect from a filthy generation match. Uh, they were all there. Of course. Yes. Uh, absolutely chaos, you know. Um, and the finish, I mean, surprise, much, guy? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I was shocked, yeah. I was crying. Yeah. Very surprised. Oh, like I was going to be sad either way, personally. But oh, like DC, both, both are uh, both good friends of the pod. The two of them. Yeah. DCT mm-hmm. followed us on the Sunday, and I was kind of like, oh, I'm so cold. He followed. He followed me on Twitter. I'm like, oh god, I need to pick. A, I can't pick a side. Of all the matches, but you did. I did. Of all the <laughs> matches on that, all the matches on that weekend, I think that for me, uh, that was the hardest one to predict. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. This the stipulation that they added to it was one of the t- yeah. times that you really couldn't tell where this was going. You know, often you get stipulations added to match. You think, well, that just makes it obvious now. Uh, kid fight versus uh, Ravy Davy, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stipulation to this match, I can call it. Yeah, totally, totally. But uh, oh, added to the drama. Is, is, is it interesting? Oh, definitely. Go. I mean, obviously, Lionheart called out the champion for Peter Logan. Will DCT still be the champion if you're the most? Not sure. Who's the real contender? No, Just Justice will beat him before then. No. Oh. Line out to be Just Justice 3 oh. for the title at the Hydro. Just, Come on. Just Justice has lost twice in two nights. That's not real. This is there. Back of the line. That's off the line. See ya. Oh. He's behind Kez in the pecking order. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll oh, there you. I'd be quite happy if Kez went further up the pecking <laughs> order. Uh, <laughs> Classic sort of you make a point. He's never going to be ahead of Just Justice, though. Let's you can only dream here. of being ahead of Just Justice. Exactly. Um, I'll be honest. I hope DCT ho- holds it. But if um if it's not going to be DCT, the way I can see the fear and woven, tri- there'll be a triple threat between Lionheart, Just Justice, and Joe Hendry. Yeah, Joe know. Hendry would be a good show, actually. Yeah. He's, yeah. He said at the end of his match, obviously, he, he did the signal saying he's coming for that belt. I would be surprised if Joe's in the title picture by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but Leighton's going to turn on. It's going to be like Joe and Diniassi all over again. It's going to be so. It's going to be so sad. Oh, it's gonna be... Can we talk about what that for mean? a second? Actually, I was wanting to go back to that as right. well. That bit. go for it. That go. was so sad. Making making Leighton beat up his pal. Like I was half expecting the Leighton to literally turn around and smack Joe with a chair. Oh, you should. Oh, you should have put that on the. If, if the, 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 the latest that'll the earliest that'll happen will probably be the hydro. 
Oh, that'd be great. It'd be the best moment. It'd be the pop of the night. See, I think it. I think it would have got more of a shock if he'd actually done it at Shugs, because it's just like bang straight in there. There we go, um, and just have him running away <laughs> for a wee while. Oh, that'd be like becoming pals with Kieran Kelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? What thing that would be? Um... And can we just say, poor oh, Xander. He just came out to help his cousin, and then so his best friend turn on him, and yeah. poor Xander. Really bad Xander's a bit of a jinx, isn't he? You really wouldn't want him as hanging about with you. <laughs> <laughs> he's a even coach. He may be a jinx, but a lot of people buy raffle tickets off. I know it. <laughs> him and Davy are like epic at selling raffle tickets. Like every single time, I'm like, God, God damn it, I've got no money, but there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like just take my money. Davy didn't like twist your arm to buy raffle tickets. <laughs> Not quite, it's just with his words, he always manages to convince you somehow. I don't know how he does it. I think that's why they get him to do the raffle tickets, because he just can just he can just do it. I don't know how he does it, it's like magic. Right, so uh, let's move on then. Gary, Gary, you've got the pick of the rest of the card here. Yeah, well you've uh, taken quite a few of my ones um, that I had earlier on. One of my um, highlights of the night, and I did not expect it to be a highlight of the night, was Jeff Cobb. Yes. Yes. Um, I I knew very little about it, him going into this show and was, you know, I, yeah, I was not him. that fussed about the match, to be to be honest, um, with uh, Aaron Echo and uh, was really, really impressed with the match, really enjoyed it. I thought Cobb. I mean, for a big guy, he he can move and pull out some some spectacular spots from it. I thought they two had a great match. Really enjoyed it, and would very much like to see Jeff Cobb again. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a strong boy. He is strong. Yep. Mm-hmm. The spot of the match was when he when he, when he did the the away slam from out the ring to in. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. Echo went a good bit off the deck. <laughs> I knew a little bit about Jeff Cobb. I know he's in like companies like Lucha Underground, like PWG. But I knew he's a, I knew he was a big guy. But I didn't realise Aaron Echo was taller than him. Which oh was yeah, a surprise. Aaron Echo is tall. He he's is very tall, laddie. He is very tall, very 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 tall. Uh, what do you think when you talk about Jeff Cobb? I mean, what about Echo in this match? I mean, he was no slouch. Mm, he held oh, his he, own. He put a shift in. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, because obviously he had these, he's got this feud with Kenny going on in the background. Obviously, cause Kenny, Kenny wasn't there. So he had to, he had a lot of doubters. But this was, this was his chance to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right there about people having doubts against him. But he definitely turned up on the night and proved a few people wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the, some of the chops Cobb given him. I mean, oh, I know, no, it took I... him like a champ. Yeah, we didn't really talk about him in night one, but obviously everybody thought Walter was going to be the slapping guy. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, Jeff Cobb, I think I did him in some of the ones he was doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say, but no, this was a bit, it, was a real, it was a good match. It was like another, another one that you had expectations. That was a big theme mm-hmm. of the weekend. A lot of matches that you had expectations. Yeah. In terms of the future for it. In that, like, on night one, I thought the Walter BT gun match was oh, yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, going, back, going back to Echo quickly, uh, you think that Kenny Williams could the next step for him? Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they can't, they can't yeah. just shove that to the side. They've put too much effort into this for his best friend turning on him. 
and highlighting the fact that they were best pals. So it's, I mean, if yeah. Kenny is obviously touchwood available for the hydro, I would, I can see that being something, or even just like having a sort of focus of a multi-man match, maybe a wee bit. But I, I don't see them shoving it to the side. It, no, it, too much, it, too much weight into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quite anything that you want to add that's not been mentioned? Yes, um, may come as a surprise, but I'm going to mention Kaiser Cats versus Hunter Brothers. <gasps> really? Yep. Don't do that to my tag team partner. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That's so funny. Can we, like, it's just see the before the start of that match. They mm-hmm. play rock paper scissors, and Lewis was paying like a wee homage to friends when it's fire. It beats everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I was howling at that. Oh, that, 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 that was one of the, that was a top quality match. Two really good tag teams on top of their game. That's, that's what happens when you're, you, when the young fucks go around, as they're called by Billy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, one of my highlights of the match was, uh, Kwaku reciting the name of every Kings of Catch double team move. Like, Including the one named after him. Uh, no, they didn't do that then. No, they, they, they've got a forum when they use it, and mm-hmm. they, could, they didn't get a phone call at any point before that. Before yeah. The Quacker Driver 89 wasn't used that night. Um, I bet you were so upset. No, I was actually fine because I got to see the 4K, I got to see Power Mode, as oh, it was named those. on that day I interviewed them, and Afterburner. Oh dear God, what have we done? <laughs> Just because they're best friends with them now. Just remember, any wrestlers, if you're needing a new name for a wrestling finishing move, just let me know. I'm sure they'll bear that in mind. Uh, <laughs> the wine lover. Wine lover. Wine lover. The wine lover. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So... Can I talk about something that disappointed me about the week? Two losses for Jody Fleisch. I'm calling bullshit. Oh, okay, fair enough. I, I, I see what you I mean. I, I, I mean, I knew it was a stretch to predict them to beat James Storm, but come on. Can you not have beaten Andy Wilde? No. Hell no. 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 He was in for a wild night out and he got one. Which which, which one of you two, Gary Derek, asked me who's in the, who's in the Wild Boys? That was me. So he's the leader of the Wild Boys. So who, 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 who's he leading? Me. I'm one of the Wild Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I googled it and got some very weird answers. <laughs> <laughs> Wild boys. Uh, I don't know the tag team. Wild boys is Andy and Jackie Polo. Yes. So um, he's yes. like kind of they're fantastic a fantastic tag, tag team. team. So <laughs> that he's kind of the leader of that, and uh, all the fans go on a wild night out with the Wild Boys. Yes. The best thing to clarify. Second is Nathan. Right, so before we finish up, Quacko uh, has accumulated some fan responses. Yes, I have. That he got in a few hours before the Quacko, give us some highlights. Yes, yeah, so normally, again, when I say I went to get some feedback from our listeners, and obviously we were inundated with no messages, but again, we were inundated with loads of messages, so <laughs> very much, so please bear with me. So, going to kick off with Grant McRobbie, great listener of the show, since I was at night one for me, it was one of two things. The surprise result of BT Gun versus Falter, 
as it was a solid match and the post-match promo with Avon and Michael Whiplash was so good. Then we move on to Louise Westy, who says number one on the list for me is Lanhart's match, Alice Just Justice and the kicker of the Styles Clash. Mm-hmm. Then we move on to Vicky Cornwall. Being there on night one, BT versus Walter, it doesn't disappoint. I wasn't there for night two, but Grado's return would have been my choice. The place was just insane, and she was spot on. Charlie, who's at CharlieBXNKS75, having been at night two and watched night one on demand, there was three moments that stood out to me. The first was Kez Evans turning on BT and beating him on night two. The second was Grado's pop when he returned. The third was Kings of Catch versus Hunter Brothers. So it really speaks volume there. I asked for one moment and these people can't nail down with one. <laughs> However, I did come to one person who did give me with one, which was Chris McCulloch at CFC Chris 89 He says DCT winning the title. Hashtag O. And Sean Smith, another great listener, says the Glasgow Street fight. And the big thing he liked was night one, Liam Thompson's return and making Whiplash versus Angelico and the promo after the match and also Lionheart kicking out of the Styles Clash. Chris Horrocks 31 says Tesco value Young Bucks or it's a Cobra. So <laughs> he's referring oh, to... Cobra. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, didn't, we didn't mention the... We, we forgot to mention the women's triple threat. Yeah. I yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about the rematch. <laughs> 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 we're getting ready for the match of the hydro. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's a bit salty after that video. Steve's got a match of the hydro coming up. We have a triple match. See, on the note of the women's match, I love the moment of Avil pulling out the baseball bat. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, well, Casey pulling out the baseball bat and who's there, Avil. And that just made me wonder how long was Avil under the ring? Not very long, I don't think. I, I think hope she could not. Have... We've already had this debate. Guys, <laughs> uh, she could have called out from under the, the steps that led to the ring. It was fine. She's a small girl. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope she wasn't there for too long. But no. Uh, um, so yeah, obviously Tesco Value Young Bucks referring to what um, Renfrew called the Kings of Catch. Das Carding. Um, he refers to Angelico versus Whiplash. And he made that he, he said equals technical clinic exactly. Yep. Past pan was Dev, also known as David Grevison or the Sultan of Low Pan Media, who's got his LTW album out. He he says he just personally loves it, loves it all, and he thought the whole show was better than last year's, and it's absolutely true. Yes. Now we have a champion who actually put in his response to us. None other than Alexander Darwin McAllen, the Source Wrestling Champion. He said, all round good show. It was great to see Kez Evans getting a shot to show what he could do. Jackie took a guitar shot better than anyone in the history of guitar shots. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for that one there. <laughs> moving on. Now I'm moving on to our Facebook comments. Declan Johnson says Gradle's return. Jeff Janet. Jeff Janet oh, gets no. his, uh, Jeff Janet smashing Jackie with a guitar. I then replied to him, loved the first, not so much the second walls, <laughs> which then proceeded to him posting loads of pictures of the guitar around Jackie. <laughs> so, Declan. In true Declan fashion, well Declan, done, Declan. Oh, man. Declan, oh, man. Fuck you. Anyway. I second that. It's hard enough to get back to the show sometimes. Come on. Oh, Declan, he knows I love him, really. And next on to Ben Palmer, who says, Joe Hendry on night two, dark as fuck. It really was. And he highlighted 
latest back after going for the powerbomb oh, on Max. Yeah. Oh, oh. The, the Prince of Hardcore. Oh. Now, this is where the resident translator would struggle with a name. Christopher Yakumine, or Yakumine, I don't know how you pronounce it. Great to return Viper because she's Viper, but DCT stole the show, what a moment. Viper because she's Viper, that I couldn't put it any better myself. Stephen Blair, he says, and Helico, a weapon match. Jeff Jarrett's segment at start, Walter Beatty, Bram's Dive, Jody James Storm, Blind Heart Polo. Can I just say all of it? Yeah, you pretty much just did, Stephen. Bethany yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Williams also goes for Angelico versus Whippy. Grado's return, especially using Madonna and him joining Shat and Jester to form the Kinky Pinky Party. Matthew Gregson says Angelico Michael Whiplash was everything I wanted and more. Lionheart Kicker Post Styles Clash was amazing. And same reaction to Grado. Seeing him in ICW ring again was just beautiful. Chris Daly says hard little kick it out of out at one after the sales clash. David Fleming says so many. He pretty much names everything in the show. So he says LT's return, Bram Speaker died, and Hell Cole Michael Whiplash. Lionheart Polo, Just Justice, Jeff Jarrett, Confrontation Grade will return. But the big fight atmosphere for DCT versus Stevie Boy tops the lot. Oh, yeah. Stephen Bevington says, great on return, that pop was massive and the crowd singing like a Pierce is still giving him goosebumps and also loves how it wasn't muted on the on demand and also how Billy Kirkwood says, fuck you Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Neil James also goes for blind heart kicking out after one at the Styles Clash. It was his favourite moment in wrestling, pure emotion. Matthew Gregg says, Volta versus BT and Liam Thompson returning. Gary Collins says yellow turn into gold hands down, closely followed by Bram Swanton off the speakers, and turn closely followed by Joe Hendry becoming an utter dick, and that's his quote, <coughs> prestigious one, not mine. Christopher Craig says the return of LT, Lionheart's response to the style clash, and also get him tells in reference to the chance going <laughs> to Avil towards Mickey Whiplash and DCT celebration. Michelle Teresa says LT return. The Just Justice for uh, Lionheart match and Night to DCT taking the belt. William Fawcett just replies with hashtag well boys with a love heart. <laughs> he does love he does love Andy Wild. He does, certainly <laughs> does. Paul McKenney, good fan of the show as well. LT hashtag well boys, Bram off the speaker, latest back tax Al. And Helico, the best goalkeeper in Glasgow, and I'm the quoting here. <laughs> <laughs> DCT shocking the world. Brendan, at Brendan J466, he says, Great on the turn was truly wonderful. When the music hit, I just about injured myself. Thankfully, he's not injured, but he's all right. I mean, imagine explaining that to the nurses in a and I injured myself singing like a prayer in some venue. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Alan at AAA Ashman 90 at Lionheart UK kicking out of the South Class at 1 again, night 1, Eddie Grado returning night 2. And moving on to this is the weird one when I had this pop up. We had a Steve O. Wilson commenting, and I thought this is Stephen just using an alter ego of some sort. <laughs> the, the championship and the spare change of the tin holder clearly has got his head, but no, it's an absolute, it's a better upgraded Stephen Wilson, I'll say. So this is great for return, <laughs> and Jackie Poe will get to splash with a guitar. That was, Jimmy Smith. That was definitely, that was definitely me. 
<laughs> One of your accents that you use. Anyway, uh, Jimmy Smith says, LT returning and hard to be hit with. Never mind kicking out of the Styles class. Made me pop big time. Grado's return was something to behold us also. Moving on. Now, the reason why we're all here doing this show, Ian Milne, he replied with Grado return and DCT victory. He is the reason why ESSR has become card subject to change this week. <laughs> uh, Chris Thompson eloquently put all of it. Chris Horrick says, Renfrew's Tesco value young bucks promo and Wee Man's That's a Cobra in your entrance video. Like, how many times have we seen that video? Have you all noticed it was a Cobra? I certainly didn't. No. <laughs> like, I knew it was I a Cobra, but I never put two and two together. I don't pay that much attention to that. <laughs> it was still funny. It's still something. Viper, if you're listening, I still love you and always will. Uh, Ryan Perry, favourite moment was Gradle returning with Like a Prayer. Polo getting hit with the guitar. I've had enough of Polo getting hit with a guitar. Say something else, people. No, I'm only joking. DCT becoming champion. Now, we also had a response from Molly Spartan herself. Ooh. Yes, and she replies eloquently with Liam fucking Thompson. Yes. <laughs> Jim Blackley, a great man himself. In reverse order, LT returned Bram off the speaker and Paul get a smash with the guitar. And that prompted Declan to post more pictures of the guitar <laughs> photo. So that's why I was a bit salty towards Declan. Never let them start. two go to like do anything together because nah. they're just as bad as each other. Nah, it's 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 I'm trying to think of the biggest double villains you could think of. The oh, Vaude villains. Too. Yeah, we'll go with the Vaude villains. It's the same too, uh, <laughs> Yeah. The, the, the Vaude villains. <laughs> the vault. That's, that's the best villain you can think of. I would say the balls villains, actually. The balls ones. I can't think on the spot. Charlie Banks, now he went for an odd one. The reaction when Simon said the BBC was quite a highlight when he said the BBC are in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad the booze quickly diverted when Thatcher Wright came out. <laughs> I've never been so thankful to see that too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the, the brilliant was, was when Simon just went, don't be arseholes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's true about he. Uh, it's, it's like fine. Simon doesn't know us at all. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad that even Dallas came and went, fuck's sake. Yeah, no. <laughs> what he said was dead, absolutely spot on. But as well as John McFarlane, for me, has to be from night to a DCT winning the world title. No one more deserving to win it. To see him going from the bottom to the top is a moment. Sounded like a Drake song there, I love it. And we have Alan Weir. For me, it was when Lionheart beat JJ. The whole, as in Just Justice, not Jeff Jarrett. The whole thing with Grado gave me goosebumps. Also, maybe not a favourite moment in context, but Bram Swanton suggested was unreal. I also appreciate the love for Harto winning. Might not sit well with some of the team there and he was laughing but it was right up there yeah I know he's laughing at me and Stacey <laughs> Dean Reed had to be Grado's return for me coming out to like a prayer made it even more special and now I can go for a cider <laughs> wow you said you got feedback I don't think you're going to get that much feedback Jeez, see what I mean feedback that, that, is, that, is, that is the biggest segment of the that's amazing excellent it, it just speaks volume of the show really it was just absolutely fantastic it blew everyone's expectations and when I said I was strategic and I said your favourite moment and like people were basically listing the whole card it's like they were yeah. promoting the card before no I think it's fair to say I think that's the best way of showing 
how good a, a, a two-night weekend it was, and it's probably up there as one of the best ICW shows. Mm-hmm. So both the shows together, they've ever, they've ever produced. They've had a solid year, I think. It's fair to say, and I think it continues the momentum to the next to the next Garrett shows and yep. to the to the Hydro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but no, absolutely yep. fantastic. And thanks everybody who gave that feedback. I'm sure Quacker will thank each and one of them individually. I already have. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm on the pulse, my man. He's been bu- he's been busy. A thank you and a link to this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I like a seamless plug. And, and an autograph from Ross McLeod. <laughs> hey, oh, Stephen, we actually want listeners now. I know. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Careful, careful what you say about fellow member of the Roscoe brand. Thank you very much. Exactly my point. I mean, I mean, I mean only members who are, only people who are in the Roscoe brand can slag other members of the Roscoe brand. So if you want to slag Ross, you need to join the group. Scott, uh, you can talk about your toss club later on. Stacey, Kwaku, shall we? Can I slag him because yes. I fired him last week? I don't know, Stacey. Can you slag me? <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Oh, yeah. They invited him. That's right, the Roscoe brand is everywhere. Don't spit arseholes, as Simon said. <laughs> I'll hand you back over to my associate and uh, Quacky Stevie Serra. Just remember, you are on the show tomorrow. So if you want your sweetest privileges revoked, this will not continue. No, give me the answer. No, good day. Scott, you're such a grass. I know. It wasn't a grass. I could hear Quacker's booming voice as I walked by the room. Oh, dear. Now, now, good day. Thank you. Um, Go go back to your post club headquarters. Historic. And on that note, I think it's an appropriate time to end. Yes. This part of the review show. I would like to thank my panel for joining me this evening in this Prop 2 podcast. So I'll start with Stacey, thank you. Thank you, uh, Stephen. Scott, thank you for being here, Doc. Thank you for putting Ross on. Goodness, <laughs> I bring something extra to the show. Uh, you kept with that. You, you, you did bring something extra, you brought something shite. Quickly before he comes back, for uh, Sarah, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, to Derek. Thanks, bro. And to Gareth. Thank you, Stephen. And to Quacker, who could now take a breather after that long, long recital. I'm already having a cider, so be about yourself. <laughs> uh, I've been Stephen Wilson, this has been Suplex Retweet. See you later. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of dick tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions. Get on it right now. <laughs>